The Laughter Permitted Podcast is brought to you by Ally. Do it right. Hello, Dope Village. Welcome to Laughter Permitted. I'm Julie Foudy. I'm here with Lynn Olzawi. Hi, Lynn. Hey, Julie. Guess what? What? We have a first on our show today. That's right. We have our first wrestler on the pod. Very exciting. Our guest is Olympic gold medalist Tamara Mensa Stock. I do have a question for you after having done this interview. Who do you think would win in an arm wrestling match, you or Tamara? <laughs> Oh my god. I need about 0.2 seconds to think about that. Uh, me. <laughs> Duh. You've not seen my biceps lately from beach volleyball? You are scrappy. ESPN colleagues know that I lost to Rachel Epstein, who is all of 100 pounds soaking wet, um, in my backyard one night at an ESPNW post-summit party. So... There is no way in hell I am beating Tamara Mensa Stock. Thank you for that question. Okay, a bit more about Tamara. She won a gold medal in freestyle wrestling at the Tokyo Olympics this past summer, becoming the first black woman ever to do so. Tamara is also a 2019 world champion and 2018 world bronze medalist. She grew up in Katy, Texas, and did not start wrestling until she was a sophomore in high school. Yes, for all of you that think your kid needs to have started sports out of the womb, listen up because we talk about that. And we talk also about the joy that shines through everything she does, despite having gone through some very trying times in her life. And if you haven't seen her speech that went viral right after she won the gold medal, go find it. It gives you a sense of the passion in which Tamara lives her life. So get comfortable listening. It's Tamara Mensa Stock. Hey there, Dope Village. As y'all know, Ally has backed Laughter Permitted since day one of our podcast as our financial ally. And honestly, Lynn, I might just tattoo Ally on my forehead. And Ally is currently on a mission to change the game for women sports. And get this, along with being sponsors of the National Women's Soccer League, Atlantic Coast Conference, United States Golf Association, and the Las Vegas Aces, Ally has committed to an equal media investment in women's and men's sports. And you, my friends, can be part of the change by... Watching your favorite athletes crush it on TV by going to women's sporting events in person by, I don't know, maybe listening to every single episode of this amazing podcast on trailblazing women, because every time you show up for women's sports, you are helping move the game forward. You can learn more about Ally by visiting ally.com. Hey there, Dope Village. Lynn and I have been involved in women's sports our entire lives. And truly, we've never been more excited for what's to come in this women's sports space. And one big reason, Ally. Ally has made a commitment to an equal media investment in women's and men's sports. And that means more money going to women's sports and more visibility for what these incredible athletes are accomplishing. Ally is on a mission to change the game for women's sports. So here at Laughter Permitted, we're going to keep telling the stories of trailblazing women 
And every time you listen in, you are part of that change. To learn more about Ally, go to ally.com. Kick back, relax, and unwind. Let's have a good time finding the joy in life. We're smiling so bright, talking and laughing combined. Feeling all right, get comfortable listening. It's laughter permitted. Oh, look at the doggy. Oh, I want that doggy. She's spoiled. What is her name? Her name is Lula, and (gasps) she's a teddy bear. Swaggy. You got some competition over here, sister. Oh, yeah. All right, Tamara, set the scene, sister. The first thing we do on the podcast is tell us where you're at, what you're doing, all those fun things. I am currently in Colorado Springs, and what I have been doing is traveling the nation, pretty much on like a media tour, and I just got back home uh, last night with my husband from Katy, Texas, my hometown, went to school at Morton Ranch, and me and my twin actually had got um, inducted into the Hall of Honor in our school district. Yes! (laughs) So those are the kind of things I've been up to. Oh, my God. That's so great. Together? How fun is that? Together. Yes, together. This is a good segue because I am interested to hear the story of how you got into wrestling. And from what I understand, your twin had a role in that. Yes, she did. So uh, she needed to join a sport. My mom saw that I was doing something after school during the weekend when she wasn't. And she didn't want to join any conventional sport. Hmm. So one of her friends had said, hey, there's a wrestling team. And she immediately fell in love to it. She brought my mom to the mat practice. And my mom was like, yeah, no, you need to quit. This is not this is not <laughs> happening. What the heck? Tarkia didn't listen. And she continued with it anyways. And then she recruited me into it. And I was in track field. And I didn't like it. But I did like getting to school before 6 a.m. I was one of those people that really just nerded out at school. Wait, you (laughs) wanted to get to school before 6 a.m.? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I bow to you right now. Who are you? I just, it was just something that I loved doing. Like, it was peaceful. Like, we, like, hmm. would rollerblade to school, and it would just be nighttime. Just us and huh. just getting to school. It was, it was so fun. So that's, that's pretty much how it started. And what grade were you in in high school when you first started wrestling? I was a sophomore. How long after you started wrestling did you then win a state championship? A year after the first year I started wrestling, I got runner up and I wanted Incredible. to get more. God. Oh, hey, rookie to the sport. Let's just go to the state championship, shall we? Yeah, I know. It was it was a natural gift. And man, it was just a blessing. Like, I was just more of a natural in wrestling than I was in track and field. Wait, time out. Why did you hate it? You said I hated it at first. And then oh, why were you a natural? So I despised it because I was a germaphobe. So I didn't appreciate <laughs> the contact. Like the, <laughs> the sweatiness, like cheek to cheek. Just yeah. somebody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it seems grody. 
It, it was grody. And then on top of that, the aggressiveness of it was both appealing and not appealing. So I, I was I was in track and field. We didn't have any contact. Like the most was pass the baton and the, the finger touch. <laughs> but for for wrestling, they're sitting up there picking you up, putting you down. They're on top of you, putting so much pressure on you, and you have to stand up. And they're like inflicting their will on you. And yeah, I I didn't appreciate that. But once I won my first match at our um our dual meet, I I, I fell in love with it. I it was it was awesome. Uh, it took me a month to really love it. I wanted to quit within that month. And my twin said, just stick it out. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, think, think about that. If you didn't have, maybe if you didn't have your twin sister there to say, stick it out, you would have quit in. Easy. Would've... I wouldn't, I would have never even been a wrestler. Mm. Oh. Wow. That's crazy. Those little forks in the road and having some, someone in your life go, no, 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 you're fine. Yeah. Stay on right? this path. Right? right? Stay on this path. Um, okay, back to the germs. I do often look at the mats, the wrestling mats, and I was like, when was the last time you think they washed those or Cloroxed them? But I say the same thing. I'm like, when was the last time these were washed? Finger. <laughs> Is that dust? <laughs> so I'm still kind of a germ. Just, just a little. I'm like, yeah. uh, these mats need to be clean. I was on work Ugh. study in college and I was in charge of cleaning the mats. I was, yeah, to make sure to do thing. Fun fact, my husband also wrestled and he was also on our high school team and our college team. Okay, who won between you two? So, okay, here's the thing. We weren't, we, we were just flirt buddies and <laughs> he, he, he won all the time. I, when I tried to just play let wrestling. him win. No, no, it was three against one. Like all the girls that liked him were just like on top of them. And he was just so strong. We couldn't even pin him. He was just like, you cannot defeat me. And then when we did one-on-one -on -one in college, a grind match when we actually were dating, he hadn't been wrestling for like five months. And I had been. And I thought, oh, I could totally get him now. I still lost. <laughs> In high school and college, was the team co-ed and then you would compete against girls and women? I'm curious how that yes. played out. No, no, no. That's exactly how it was. It was sanctioned for women uh, for uh, Hawaii and Texas. So I grew up in Texas. And when I was in Texas, I could practice against guys all the time. That's what I did. I practiced against guys all the time. Super helpful. I think that played a key role in my my fast succession. And um, I competed against women because it was hmm. sanctioned. And the same thing right. in college. We had separate practices, but I would practice with the girls. And then after practice, some sometime later, I would have a guy help me out. Yeah, when you know, when I have free time. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah. Speaking of your sister having that moment where she made you stick with wrestling, there was a, a tragic event that happened in your life that almost made you step away from wrestling. Yes. Tell us about that, if if, if you would. Um. So, my first year of wrestling, um, my dad uh, found out about it and. At the time, Turkia had already gotten injured 
But when he found out we had wrestled, he was so proud of his twin girls. He was mm. like, my girls are powerful. They're strong. And any of you guys that come at me, I'm going to call my daughters on you. Because <laughs> uh, he, he owned a lot of businesses. So he said that he would actually put our picture on the wall and uh, <laughs> let them know that's my daughters. But um, <laughs> he got to watch me uh, take second at state. And he was a super proud. and. Um, the next year, junior year, um, his last tournament, uh, he had a blast. After that tournament, I asked if uh, he can come with me um, back home because my parents were split up. And he said, no, I got to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And um, the next morning, um, I had found out that he didn't make it home. And it was it was a I, Words honestly cannot begin to describe how much of a loss it was. I didn't go to school. Mm. I wanted to quit. I life sucked. Mm. <laughs> like, like yeah. it. It was the lowest, not one of the lowest points in my life. The lowest point in my life till this day that I've ever experienced. Mm. And um, mm. I don't honestly remember a lot that happened, but I've experienced a lot of loss since then. And each time. I've wanted to quit wrestling. My um, mm-hmm. One of my teammates in college committed suicide. She was a wrestler. Oh, my best friend, what, like one of my very first friends from in, in college, Jerry Davis, he died in a car crash, <laughs> leaving a mission trip. And he, lo- he left behind like four daughters. And oh. uh, my uncle, who was like my mentor, one of the other reasons why I knew I could be a strong role model and just athlete, he was uh, becoming a pro boxer and he died of cancer and my grandpa also died of cancer. So oh my gosh, so I've, I've experienced a lot of loss, but at the same time, these people who aren't here today, I wrestle for them in their names. Mm. Like this, there's one, it's one of the driving forces. Um, had I quit, I, I, all the things that I've experienced, had I quit, I would not be where I'm at today trying to influence other people. Because even though I've experienced all these heartaches, I need people right. to know that you are stronger than you believe yourself yeah. to be. And I think that's why I'm still here today. Just be an advocate for that. You're strong. <laughs> you are strong. How do you, how do you take those moments, which can be paralyzing, figuratively of course in terms of immobilizing you as a person but you just keep going and getting back on that mat I honestly believe it's my faith and the people that are still on um, around me on this earth um my husband Mm -hmm. he he was around me with a few of those deaths and he helped me get through it keep my head up my mom you know my aunt my twin they're just I have a really Mm -hmm. good support system but even if I didn't have that I have my faith, but I, I feel like my faith plays a key role in it because God put those people in my life to help mm-hmm. bring me up. And mm-hmm. on top of that, when my father did die, the track team wasn't there for me, but the wrestling team was. And I didn't mm-hmm. under I didn't understand that. But wrestlers have this weird camaraderie about them where there's mm-hmm. like some kind of connection. We're like, you're a wrestler. Oh, yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> like, it's family. Yeah, it's family. Like it's 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 um it's really, really cool and it's exciting and I, I, I appreciate it. At the time I was like, Get away from me. Let me mm-hmm. let me be wallow and sorrow and 
And they were like, no, we're going to be here for you. Mm. You need us. I heard you say that your dad at the Olympics, you could, you could feel him at the Olympics and that he would have yeah. been <laughs> screaming <laughs> from the stands the entire time. Oh, for sure. Smile. He would have been so proud. He's like, yeah, get her being like, <laughs> when I tell you he was the loudest person in the gymnasium. Oh man. He didn't even need a, meta, a megaphone. I think that's where I got my vocal skills. <laughs> uh, well, he was smiling down for sure. For sure. For sure. With your late start in wrestling, and you did have immediate success, at what point in your journey did you think, I can be the best, I can be an Olympian, I can win a gold medal? My first year. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Oh my god, I love that so very much. No one ever says that! First day! (laughs) <laughs> not not the first not the first day the first year and it was only because I was talking to one of my really good friends in track and we saw how good we were and I, I wasn't gonna make it in track and field but she felt she could make it in shot put and discus or one or the other and she was like we should go to the Olympics together and I was like yeah we definitely should let's do this let's make this happen and uh yeah that was that was my first year of wrestling <laughs> so didn't know it was gonna be so hard you didn't know you were gonna have to clean so many mats from all the germs yes (laughs) and and just like the the eagerness to win i i did not realize i was just gonna be so driven to win because wrestling's addictive like after that first win yeah (laughs) oh yeah you get to your first olympics in tokyo and you completely i'm no wrestling expert tamara but you dominated you crushed it you rocked it you could use any (laughs) adjective over there did you expect that Uh, i'm gonna guess yes based on the past answer okay so i expected to win i did like you know you gotta you gotta you know you you gotta make sure you you gotta make sure you go out there and you want to win but I didn't expect like anything could happen at any point of day because I could have been off, but I didn't realize how I was going to win. Like when I was out there dominating my opponents, I freaked myself out. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, did I just do that? Really? Like an out of body experience almost? Yes. I lived to seize that moment and I was seizing that moment and I'm really proud of myself. Yay! <laughs> You became the first black woman as well to win gold in wrestling. Yeah, period. What did that mean to you, to the sport, to young black girls out there watching? So the way I look at it is um, just being a Christian advocate and the fact that they, that um, there's young black girls that have that representation. They can see themselves on a podium. That's super Mm -hmm. cool. And I, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of that fact. But what I want them to see is, hey, not only is this girl of color, but she is also Christian and she's like following the ways of Christ. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not just about like the surface. I want them to see that they need to dig deep to become a champion because I, I I've gone through a lot and it's through faith that I made it out, <laughs> not by skin color. So mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely want them to see see that. And kudos to Blessing for just giving me a run for my money and just waking me up to make sure that I wanted it more. Because 
a blessing was the girl that I, I wrestled in finals from Nigeria and the girls legit. <laughs> yeah. When, when you won gold, you give that gold medal speech afterwards, which I could just watch over and over again. And I know you've heard this a million times because there's been millions of viewers of this, this video, but those tears and that emotion in that moment, that joy, you said in that moment, they were tears of joy, but you're, you're sobbing outright. And when you watch that now, what do you think? Cry baby. Have you watched it back? <laughs> I think cry baby. <laughs> I'm like, why are you crying Tamira? Oh my gosh. Put it together. Dang it. Cause um, when I won, a, when I won world championships, uh, I guess two years ago, since everything went on hold for a year, but uh, when I won world championships, my first time, I, they had to leave me alone for 45 minutes because I couldn't pull myself together. They were like, <laughs> we're not, we can't interview her. She can't get a word out. So my mom had said, Tamara, oh my gosh, baby girl, that interview, you got to pull yourself together. And so for this Olympics, I was like, okay, no matter what happens, just compose yourself. And then I still cried. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the composed Tamara. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was the composed man. <laughs> so bad, but I look back at it and I think, man, there's a lot of good things that I said on there, and um, I I I honestly didn't even realize. I like there was no script, there was no practice. Yeah. I I don't even know if I had planned to say that. All I know is that um, there were some things that I wanted people to know, and. I'm here to spread love and joy and uh, represent who I am. And mm -hmm. I, I thank God that I was able to do that. And then it became viral. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I found out like 12 hours later, like the next day, they're like, Tamara, did you see this? I'm like, see what your interview. I did like 12 interviews, which interview <laughs> it, it was rough. And I'm like, Oh, my post match. Oh, it's so good. It was so good. What comes through, though, is the joy you exude. What role would you say joy and hunting joy, that's a hackerism, Dr. Colleen Hacker taught us this idea of hunting joy, where if you seek joy out in life, you will find it, it will find you. So how does joy factor into your life? It's who I am. It is my whole being. Like I, that is how I survive. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I can't even um, explain it. Um, love God, love people, spread love, spread joy. If there's somebody having a bad day or in a bad mood, they're not smiling. I'll just look and go. <laughs> Tamara has a huge smile on her face. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you, Arms open. Right? Mm. Right? Because I'm like, do you want a hug? Tu quieres un abrazo? I'm here to spread love. And I feel like mm. it's more infectious than, than sorrow and sadness. And I've gone through a lot of pain. And my husband um, tells me time and time again, he's like, Tamara, I love comedy. Laughter is the best medicine. And mm. I, I agree with him. But I also mm. like, uh, you know, some some gory stuff because <laughs> I'm a very theatrical person and I do like a lot of things, but my outward like person. like squid game then. Um, so fun fact, 
I have not watched Squid Game, but oh I've, come on, Tamara! I've seen animes like it already. I, okay, I, I'm an anime watcher, and when people keep telling me you love Squid Games, and they explain it to me, I look at them and go, you know, it's already been done like that in animes, right? And I go, Death Parade, another. I'm like, this has already been done. <laughs> so I don't want been there, read that. Yes, and I, and I don't want to see actual people going through that like cartoons it's not it's not as real what is <laughs> like, squid game ah uh, lynn seriously it's, it's about a bunch of rich people <laughs> um getting people who need money uh to play games to win money for um certain things that they want in life that they want to help people in life with and uh, if they lose the game, they end up dying. Uh, I'm I'm incredulous because Lynn has watched every series out there. I feel like, and so yeah, that yeah. is usually it's me. I'm going. What is what is this Mediterranean thingy down under thingy? Below deck med. Thank you. Below deck med. I don't I even don't, know the name of it. I don't even know what that is. Uh, oh, thank you, Tamara. Thank you. Thank you. God, thank you. Uh, I, I want to know, Tamara, when. You're wrestling, and young girls are watching you wrestle. What do you hope they see? Oh, my gosh. When young girls and young women watch me wrestle, I hope Mm -hmm. they see that not only is this girl powerful, strong, fast, but she's also nice off the mat, and she's Mm -hmm. joyous, and she goes out there, and she has fun. And I want them to see not only can you be the best in the world, but you can have fun and love people doing it. And I want, I want them oh. to see that. I'm hugging you right now. I'm, I'm giving you, you the biggest hug I'm right freaking. now. I'm going oh to clone you. I'm cloning you. There's got to be a series on that. I'm cloning Tamara. <laughs> I have oh a my God, That is it. You can, you can be competitive and you can be feisty and you can be angry and you can yes. slam people into the damn mat. Yes. Yes. And, and wrestle them, right? Yep. But you can also be joyful and have fun and all those things. That's the beauty of sports to me, too. Right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I need these young women to know this. I need them to know. Right? Oh, that makes me so happy. I love that so much. Is it making your heart pitter-patter, uh, Julie? It does. It's like, oh, my God, that's everything. There's it's And especially nowadays, it's so serious with with sports and youth and sports. I mean, I'm going through it with my kids right now and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why is everyone so serious? Oh, is it just sports, man? Can we laugh? <laughs> Lighten up a little people. Yeah. I was pressure. There is. And life has already has too much pressure. Right? Like, can we, can we laugh? Can we have fun? Yeah. Cause these are the glory days y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have fun. Amen. Amen to that. Are you ready for the Lynn game tomorrow? she's got it Tamara is on it with her squeaky toy can you tell us what your squeaky toy is Doggett Ford um, provided a uh, car for me a free car for me and on our way to the meet and greet we told them that our dog was going to be getting or was going to be going there with us both our dogs and so at their five star hotel um, they provided a squeaky toy for oh. our dogs and i want to say it's a moose see what it is. but it's, it's, is it's it a moose 
it's a moose, but it's missing a leg because my dogs are terrors. <laughs> Swaggy wants your moose. Oh, uh, yeah. And my green piglet. Oh, oh, Swaggy, this isn't for you. Come say hi to Tamara. Come here. Come hi, here. baby. Oh, there you oh, are. Oh. Say hi, Lula. Oh, Lula. Oh, my God. You can't have it. This is for the game. Okay, I'm ready. Swaggy has made an appearance once again during the game. Your squeaky toy, Tamara, might have the best backstory I've ever heard. It involves a car, a five-star <laughs> hotel, hotel yes. sadly missing a leg. Sadly. Here are the rules of the game. We are going to have five trivia questions. All of the questions are multiple choice. You do have to squeak in before you answer. The theme of this game is music mayhem. Both of you are big music fans. Yeah. Wait, time out. Let me get the other one for her because she's going to go crazy. Okay, I'll switch to orange. You take this Swaggy is literally losing her mind right now. What was the theme? The theme of this game is music mayhem. Question one. This artist's real name is Melissa Vivian Jefferson. Is it A, Pink, B, Madonna, or C, Lizzo? Tamara. B? Incorrect. (gasps) Okay. Julia. C. C, Lizzo. Correct. Okay, one zero. Good luck, Tamara. <laughs> Good luck. What you is going quiet, on so with Swaggy right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna move her outside. Question two. Okay. Which singer is a godmother to Elton John's two children? Is it A, Lady Gaga? B, Whoa. Adele? Or C, Carrie Underwood? Oh. Tamara. I'm going to say Carrie because she's awesome. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Adele because she's British as well. Incorrect. Um. Oh! Lady Gaga. No way! Lady Gaga! <laughs> wow, that one's digging deep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Still 1-0, Julie. Question three. What is the name of Beyonce's alter ego? Is it A, Sassy Smurf, B, Stella Fire, or C, Sasha Fierce? Oh, God. Tamara. Sasha Fierce! Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's one that I knew, but I couldn't remember, and I was like, dang, I have to wait. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Didn't know that one at all. Sasha Fierce, 1-1. One, one. This question might be a bit of a deep cut, but this is why it's multiple choice. Uh, none of these have been deep cuts before that? Okay. <laughs> question four. Which member of the Spice Girls left the group in 1998? Is oh. it A, Ginger Spice, uh. B, Baby Spice, or C, Sporty Spice? Tamara. Nobody knows about Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. <laughs> Incorrect. Dang it! It's either Ginger or Baby, Julie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Baby. Baby yes. Spice. Incorrect. Ginger oh, Spice, on. Jerry Hollow. I should have done Ginger. Should have done Ginger for Swaggy. Okay. It's still one to one. This is the, the decider, Tamara. Oh, man. Last question. 
Okay. Question five. You can have this right. Where was Aretha Franklin born? A, Memphis. B, Cleveland. Or C, Detroit. Oh. <laughs> C, Detroit. Incorrect. Oh, gosh. I should have gone with what I know it is. So it's either Memphis or Cleveland. If I had to choose, I would say Memphis. Correct. The game goes to Tamara. (laughs) Jolie, we're evenly matched, though. (laughs) We're evenly bad. Yes. Music trivia. Yes. Oh, my God. That was horrible. That was really hard. It's why there's multiple choice. Oh my gosh. I thought for sure, because Lynn's from Cleveland, I thought for sure she was getting a little Cleveland love in there at the end. I figured it was Memphis because that's like the, you know, music town. Yeah. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to like go with that. But then where's, where was Motown? Detroit. Yeah, that's See? what I was thinking. Detroit was Motown, so that's why I went with Detroit. Oh, it's yeah. like, wasn't Detroit Motown? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, well One done. I can slow clap for Tamara. Swaggy, you got it. We lost. Take your toy. Okay, most pressing questions, Tamara. Can we talk about your karaoke prowess, please? And the fact that you please. actually brought a karaoke machine to Tokyo? Yes. Yes. I, I, when you had said may, um, music mayhem, I was hoping it was going to be lyrics. <laughs> I'm better at lyrics. <laughs> but um, uh, me and my husband, one of the things we bond over is um, karaoke. And also, my father loved, loved us singing. Uh, he actually had us sing Kumbaya um, at one of his carnivals that he held when we were younger, about like eight or nine. And in front of the news channel, we sang Kumbaya. So um, singing has definitely just been like a part of my ni- my life, not professionally, just an enjoy enjoyable thing. It's a great release. And um, my coach said, hey, Tamara, since you love karaoke so much, I, I realize that you get homesick. So the first thing that you should pack is your xbox one and your karaoke machine wow no <laughs> kidding good coach for the olympics yes and i did and every day at the olympics i sang um <laughs> a, a few days it was about eight hours it's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So what's good. the song that you know you crush yeah exactly the song Go that to. i know i crush is actually um dance with somebody I know 100%. I crush. dance with somebody. I'm going to feel the heat with somebody. somebody. Yes. Dance with somebody. That's a good one. Yes. With somebody to love it. Yes. We need to do a duet one day then. I would love that. I love karaoke too. I'm more of a kind of, you know, Grease duet type of some loving had me a blast. <laughs> I'm loving. I actually don't. Yeah, that's my, that's my speed. No, I, that's not quite your generation. Well, 
I'm da- dating he, myself. Uh, no, no, because dance with somebody's not my generation. Uh, yeah, you go to classics. Can we call that I, a classic? I don't know. I, I feel like both of those are classics, too. Oh, okay, yeah, 100%. Good. Yeah. Right. Whitney Houston? It's just, yeah, I just didn't watch Grease. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I know. You got to go back. You got to go back to it. Okay, Don't best perk. Best perk to being an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, getting a free car from Doggett Ford. <laughs> <laughs> what? And a free animal noise toys. And a free toy. animal noise toy. They gave me a free. They're giving me a freaking convertible. Like, oh. what? That nice. is that is in the best perk. <laughs> and there's, I know there's probably still more to come. But that, uh, right maybe in. the food truck your mom got. That's a pretty oh, yeah. dang good perk. Holy yes. cow. The food truck, yes. Right? There's so many perks. <laughs> okay. Our final segment is high, low, cheer. And this is something I actually do around the dinner table with my kids. I ask them their high of the day, their low of the day, and someone they cheer for who's done something nice for them or that they appreciate, they're grateful for. But for you, Tamara, it's high of your career, low of your career, and your cheer is for someone who's helped you along the way. So let's start with your high. Okay. Um, for the high of my career, if I had to choose, it would be my Olympic gold. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> You sounded like you were questioning that. Maybe my Olympic gold. Yes. Well, because <laughs> there's been there's been a lot of highs. Like, well, back to back state champions with my twin sister, just yeah. sharing that moment. But Hall for of me, Fame induction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, there's those that high, and then low of my career um, in wrestling. I think the lowest part of my career was when I did not get to compete in the 2016. Um, Olympics. I won Olympic trials and I tried to go and qualify the weight class. I was a newbie. I was a newbie to the senior scene and I failed miserably. And then it took me to Rio as a training partner. So it turned into a high later. (laughs) That's a common theme on this podcast. The low turns into the high. It's always that way. Which is good. Hey, you just can't fall on your face. You eventually have to get back up. Yeah. So, and then um, I would have to say somebody that's helped me in my career is just the, like my humble beginnings. Coach Balzer from Morton Ranch, like he, he was there like when my father died and like when my twin was hurt and like he, he's just been a huge part of my career. And I actually, um, for the Olympics, they had said, what coach do you want to like, give honor to? And they ended up sending him a medal as, um, as like an appreciation. So, yeah, definitely. I didn't know they could do that. That's fantastic. I, I didn't either. I was like, uh, yeah. So he actually got an like, Olympic gold medal with, with you? Not an Olympic gold medal, but um, for, for some reason it was silver. We, we both looked at it and we were like, why is it silver? I don't know, but still, still super cool. That is cool. It was was very, very cool. So Coach Balzer, Mark Balzer from Morton Ranch, he's he's awesome. Yay for Coach Balzer. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out. 
Shout and out. yay for you, my dear, for spending the time with us. What a joy to talk to you. You just radiate positivity and joy. And Thanks. we could use a lot more of that in the world. So here's to more Tamara in everyone's lives. Spread the love, spread the joy. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. That. Lynn was my other favorite karaoke song Mm -hmm. and Mm go-to. I might have to sing that one day with Tamara. That's going to be a bucket lister to get karaoke with her. Pretty good at that one, too. (laughs) Takeaways. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Sure. I can't help but love Tamara's response to the question about joy and the role it plays in her life. And I'm going to quote her where she said, it's who I am it is my whole being. And I thought that that was mm. just beautiful. Indeed. I love that about her. It seeps through mm-hmm. in everything she does. My takeaway was her story is, for me, and for I hope our listeners, a great reminder to poke outside your comfort zone. Because you may not always love something right out of the gate. And Tamara actually said she didn't like wrestling at all at first, and yet she stuck with it and grew to love it. So it's a reminder to try things, try new things. Even if you don't think you will like them, be bold and brave Mm. in bringing new adventures into your life. Because who (laughs) knows? Maybe one day you'll end up being a gold medalist. Mm. I like that. Good takeaway. Solid. Solid. Questions permitted. This question comes from... S.Ledwick08 on Instagram. The question is, is drinking a plain glass of milk by itself normal? (laughs) Is drinking a plain glass of milk by itself normal? Wait, is there any context to this or is it just that's her question? That's the question. Yeah. No context. Okay. What's your answer? I don't know the last time I've had a plain glass of milk by itself, a plain glass of milk. I've had chocolate milk after a workout, no problem. But to drink a full glass of milk by itself without dessert or maybe pancakes, that would just be too hard on my tummy. Mm. So your answer is, you didn't answer the question, Lynn. I think it can be normal if your stomach can take it. If you're not lactose intolerant. Although, is it normal to drink a plain glass of lactose-free milk? Mm-hmm. I have never had straight-up milk, perhaps, in my life. Close your ears, kids. Put your earmuffs on. I know it's supposed to give you strong bones. I have had a lot of milk and cereal. But no, I don't think it's normal. Not in, li- not in my life. But who defines normal? You define normal. That's the thing. Normal is, you know, I'd put that in quotation marks. I yeah, think. and who the hell wants to be normal? So I guess the question becomes, in, in each of our lives, would we drink a plain glass of milk? Let's say that we are the epitome and standard of normal, which we're definitely not. But would you drink a plain glass of milk by itself? No. I wouldn't either. But I'm definitely not normal. Yeah. Well, that, yes. That's 
Yes. So my answer okay. is no. I, yeah, this is really getting complicated. <laughs> no, it is not normal. But good on you, because no one wants to be normal. Mm. Good on you. SD, what was it? Lewicky? S. Ludwig 08. Oh, I was close. Are we good with that? Yeah. I covered it? Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Deep thoughts on Plain Milk. Another episode in the books. Thank you to everyone in the Dope Village for listening. Be sure to drop us a comment on our Apple Podcast page and rate and subscribe us as well while you're at it. A shout out to our sponsors, Ally and Dick Sporting Goods, for their support. And a thank you to Kate Diaz for our theme music, which she wrote and composed. And as always, kids, remember, sing it with us. Laughter permitted. With somebody. with somebody, I'm gonna oh, feel the heat with somebody. Yes. Hey, Dope Village, the NHL is back in full swing, and that means you can stream your team's games on ESPN Plus from the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning to the brand new Seattle Kraken. Subscribe to ESPN Plus so you don't miss a goal. Also, be sure to follow In the Crease, the ESPN NHL podcast with Linda Cohn and Emily Kaplan. And while you're at it, get the inside scoop on the biggest NBA news and hear from the stars on and off the court on the Woj Pod. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.